0: Congress created the Continental Army on the 14th of June 1775 and Samuel and John Adams nominated George Washington to become its commander-in-chief. Washington was chosen over John Hancock because of his military experience and the belief that a Virginian would better unite the colonies. From the beginning of the Revolution, he became a symbol of the Patriot cause and he led Patriot forces to victory in the nation's war for independence. George Washington stood out in every battle in which he fought, but the everyday soldiers under him were really the key to America's success in the Revolution. One such everyday soldier was Robert Lorton. Robert was born on the 15th of February, 1747, in Charlotte County, Virginia, to Thomas Lorton, Sr. and Elizabeth Bentley Moss. He grew up on a farm in what was then the frontier area of Virginia as one of at least eight children in the family. In February of 1776, at the age of 29, Robert enlisted as a private in the militia at Prince Edward County, Virginia, and served in Captain John Morton's and Colonel Adam Stevens, 4th Virginia Regiment, Scott's Brigade, 3rd Division. Robert advanced to the rank of sergeant and was responsible for helping train men to improve their shooting skills. Soldiers were trained to fire a shot every 15 seconds and they drilled with their muskets for several hours daily. When not in battle, a soldier's life was rather mundane. Their typical day including standing guard, drilling with their muskets and manual labor such as digging vaults, now called latrines, clearing fields, or building fortifications. Robert's daily rations would have included 1.5 pounds of meat with bone, gristle and fat included sometimes, and 1 pound of bread, or 1.5 pounds of flour so they could make fire cakes. Fire cakes were made by mixing flour and water into a batter that was then poured onto a heated rock to cook like a pancake. Each soldier also received two ounces of spirits each day to be added to the water in their canteens to kill vermin. Throughout the war, the Continental Army struggled to provide the troops with food, clothing, and supplies. Living conditions in any army camp presented issues of sanitation and disease, including influenza, typhus, typhoid fever, and dysentery. On the 11th of September, 1777, Robert and the Continental Troops fought in the Battle of Brandywine near Philadelphia against British General William Howe's troops. The Continental Troops fought to prevent the British from capturing Philadelphia, which was the American seat of government at that time. The Battle of Brandywine Creek is known as the longest single-day battle of the war, with continuous fighting for 11 hours in the summer heat. By the end of the battle, there were many American casualties, but Howell's troops were unable to complete their objective of destroying the Continental Army. Not even a month later, on the 4th of October, Robert and his regiment were part of the Battle of Germantown outside of Philadelphia. Under General Washington's plan, the Continental troops were to be in position by 5 a.m. for a daring attack where the troops formed four columns to surround and converge upon the British forces. The Continental troops marched nearly 16 miles the night before the battle, and arrived at Germantown in the pre-dawn darkness in heavy fog to find their staging points. Given the complexity of the battle plan, some units were unable to find their positions in time, and ultimately Washington's plan of attack fell apart. In the five-hour battle at Germantown, the Continental Army launched a fierce attack against the British, but they were unable to defeat them. It was during this battle that Robert was severely wounded in his right side. Although the surprise attack at Germantown was unsuccessful, the once undisciplined Continental Army proved that they had become a skilled group of soldiers that could take on the British forces and survive, giving them confidence to continue fighting. In December of the same year, General Washington moved the Continental Army of over 12,000 men to their winter quarters at Valley Forge, 20 miles from British-occupied Philadelphia. The winter of 1777 to 1778 at Valley Forge is notable for being one of the harshest winters the Revolutionary War soldiers faced. Robert and the other soldiers worked together in freezing and snowy weather to build log huts for shelter with no windows, one door, and a stone fireplace at the rear center of the hut. Each hut housed 12 men who slept on bunks of wooden slats that were stacked three high and six to a side. The soldiers in each hut shared responsibilities of cooking, gathering firewood, keeping the fire going in the hut, and guard duty. The winter encampment at Valley Forge was described as a dreary kind of place and uncomfortably provided. The camp had access to clean water and firewood, but lacked the basic necessities of food and clothing. Robert Lorton fought in several other skirmishes before his two-year enlistment expired. On the 6th of February, 1778, he received his final pay and was discharged from service. The Revolutionary War muster rolls and payroll records show that Robert earned $8 a month for his service. Days before his 31st birthday, Robert left Valley Forge and returned to his home in Virginia. On the 15th of August, 1779, he married Tabitha Genaway in Buckingham County, Virginia. In 1780, Robert re-enlisted for six months and served in Captain Holcomb's Virginia Militia, during this time, he missed the birth of his first child, John. After the Revolutionary War, Robert Lorton and his young family were living in Cumberland County, Virginia. In 1805, Robert, Tabitha, and their children moved from Virginia, traveling through the Cumberland Gap and into the newly open frontier land of Kentucky to settle at Burkesville in Cumberland County. By 1819, Robert Tabitha and their children moved to Powers Township in Bond County, Illinois. At the age of 61, Robert applied for a Revolutionary War pension. His affidavit stated that he suffered from a rheumatism that made it difficult for him to care for himself. His wife, Tabitha, had also lost the use of her left side, arm, leg, and thigh and was incapable of doing anything. Robert's application was approved and he received a pension of $8 per month until he died. By the fall of 1820, Robert had left Bond County and relocated to White Hall in Greene County, Illinois. He claimed a land grant and the family settled along Apple Creek in an area that would become known as Lorton's Prairie. On the 16th of May, 1833, Robert died at the age of 86 years in Whitehall, Illinois. This little known patriot is buried in Whitehall Cemetery with a grave marker that reads, 4th Virginia Infantry, Revolutionary War. His marker also includes a bronze DAR Revolutionary Soldier plaque. Thank you for joining the Smith Bryan Chapter DAR today and taking a brief look at what people would consider an unknown patriot of the American Revolution.